The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In these times of rapid change, chaos, and crisis, a new wave of legendary leaders is rising up to answer their higher calling. Many are not famous nor have followers, though some do. They are brave individuals like you, seeking your highest truth and committed to deep personal change. Welcome to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling with your host Maria Danley. Here is the innovative support you've been looking for to become the legendary leader you are destined to be. Now, here's Maria Danley. Hello, and welcome to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling. I'm your host, Maria Danley, and I thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure to have this opportunity to support all of you legendary leaders out there who listen to this show. Whatever day or time this may be for you, welcome. Legendary Leaders focuses today on the topic of specialness. What is specialness? How were you taught to be special? How does being special actually separate you from your valued self and everything that you really want? Now, each and every one of you listening to this show is entirely unique. You are a one-of-a-kind, majestic human being in the process of discovering more of who you truly are. I'm not talking about that you, that true self, but I am talking about a false version of you that is fed by your negative ego that keeps feeding you lies, that keeps trying to separate you from your wholeness, and it tries to separate you also from the active, dynamic, immortal, and unprecedented energy field of beauty that is your birthright and more of who you truly are. We're going to talk today about the seven components of specialness and to find its unique seduction so that you can be more aware of it. You can learn how to identify when you're engaging with it, And you're also going to learn seven specific antidotes that you can use when you do find yourself stuck in your specialness and you want to be free. Also, later this hour, I'll be channeling. And so if you have questions about anything that is currently going on in your life and you really want to take more responsibility for it so you can turn it around and you'd like to receive some answers to those questions from spirit guides or higher self, I will be channeling those answers for you directly. Now, I'm able to do that in the order in which you call in. So if you do want to be early in the list or the lineup, do call in early. 
Today is going to be a rich and full show, so please, please stay tuned. And again, for all of you listeners out there that do like to call in and like for me to channel for you, or perhaps for you it's the first time you're going to call in to have your questions answered, please call 866-472-5795. And again, that's 866-472-5795. Well, I'm not sure what's going to be happening with this radio show, the Legendary Leaders Radio Show. We actually started it last year on December 9th, so we're coming up almost to the very first year that we've done this show for a full year. But things are going to change at the end of December. Either I will be moving the show to a new location, or it's, the show is going to be on hiatus for a while, or I'm going to be finding a sponsor to help me pay for the show. But I do know that I need support as I'm not able to keep paying for this show by myself. So there is going to be a change. But I'll keep you informed through the end of December what will be happening. And I also really pre- appreciate all of your emails and your contact. When you contact me, it's just a real thrill. So remember, you can always contact me at Maria at legendaryleaders.com. However, one thing is certain. This is certain. I'm creating a series of powerful webinars for next year that will show you how to deepen your personal growth and your spiritual growth needs. And if you like my radio show, my work, and all that you are receiving from me, and you'd like to go deeper with this work, I would love your support. Please go to my website, www.legendaryleaders.com, And put your name and email in the box under the words, Become a Legendary Leader, Join Our List. And when you do that, by joining the list on that homepage of legendaryleaders.com, you'll be informed about free webinars that I will be teaching next year to help you accelerate your personal and spiritual growth. And these webinars will be about many different topics. For example, I'll be teaching a webinar on how to deepen your intuition skills along with how to deepen your loving relationship and communication with your higher self, all essential for the future legendary leaders that you are becoming. I'll also show you how to have greater ease when you need to have difficult conversations with your boss, a friend, or family member. I'll be having a webinar on how to deal with difficult people that you can't avoid, and also giving a webinar on fast and effective energy management skills that will show you how to stop your mind when it's spinning or scattered and show you how to shift your energy in minutes when it's stuck. You'll learn also how to grow your confidence and your valued self and much, much more. So please do go to that website, legendaryleaders.com, and sign up in the, it's, it's called Become a Legendary Leader, Join Our List area, right there on the front page. And if you don't do it right now, you may forget and miss the opportunity to receive this free, valuable information. So please do go there right now and put your name and email email in those boxes. I do want to stay in touch with you. You have all been such loyal listeners, and I do thank you. I'm going to mention again the phone number to call in today, 1-866-472-5795. And again, 866-472-5795. 5795. And I do have an announcement today. I have decided to create a limited offer. I was about to say a special offer, and then I realized that that word special is loaded, particularly on the show today. But it is a limited offer right now, and it's going to be on my personal higher self readings. Now, many of you may have wanted to have a reading with me, and um, 
you probably were not able able to afford a reading with me, and I wanted to change that. So now, through the holidays until January 11th, you can book a half-hour reading with me for only $80 and a full reading, full hour reading for $150. And that is new. For each person uh, that you want to either gift this reading to or for every referral that um, does book a reading with me, you will get an additional 10% off of your next reading. And this is the first time that I've ever done this or offered this, and so this is limited offer. Again, now through January 11th, you can get a half-hour higher self reading, and I'll tell you, you get a lot in a half hour. Um, many people say it's just packed with information. And that's only $80 and a full reading for $150 for this limited time offer. And I will say these readings are rich. You can ask any questions on any topic, and you'll receive direct, direct answers to your questions from your higher self or spirit guides. And you can contact me directly about this by e- emailing me at maria at legendaryleaders.com. The link to sign up, again, is on legendaryleaders.com. And I believe it, no, I don't think it's working um, because I, I I stepped outside of one shopping cart for a while, but you'll be able to pay me through PayPal. So we will work that out. Please do contact me at maria at legendaryleaders.com. Now, there's a lot of information I'm going to give you today, and one of the reasons, if this were uh, normally a regular show, I might not give you quite so much information, but I realized many of you will want to know about specialness. I've been working with it for quite some time, and so this is going to be rather dense with information, but I'm counting on the fact that those of you interested will be able to listen to the recording and write down the exact seven components of specialness and the seven antidotes. So I'm going to move through that. If it does seem like too much information, we can always break this show into two parts, but I'm going to do the best I can to give you as much as I can. So let's talk about specialness. Well, I personally have a very long history of thinking that I was special. <laughs> I don't mind saying it. It's, it's, for many of us, it can seem like a deep little secret but I really was raised to believe that I was special, and I was fed on it. And I, I remember my mother uh, teaching all of us. I have many siblings, seven of us actually, so bless my mother for raising eight kids. But one of her ways of doing that was to keep telling us that we were special and to in some ways pit us against each other, to compete against each other. And I remember thinking when I was a very young child that the uh, that because my mother had difficulty in loving um, she had her own difficult time growing up, certainly so. But I remember thinking as a child that the only way that I was ever going to be loved by my mother was if I was perfect and I was special. And she would tell me, you're special all the time. And what I realized at the time, it just seemed like it was a loving thing to hear that I was special. You know, I'm separate, I'm unique, I'm... It wasn't a very, uh, it was actually meant in, in many ways to try and help me think that I was better than other people, and at times I would feel less than other people, but the result was that I always felt very separate. Now, some of you out there may, may um, let's say you might relate to that, and I don't hear too many, in fact, I don't hear anybody really talking about specialness, but I think it. It is really insidious, meaning that it is uh, far-reaching, it's uh, demoralizing, there are many things going on in our world today, and so I thought I'd step up, be brave, and talk about specialness. 
when I was growing up, I'd hear phrases from my mom like, uh, don't date, you're too special to date the boys in your school, or you could be Miss America, you could have your own TV show. And all these high, high lofty ideas of who I could be, always feeling I had to work hard, work harder to hit some impossible goal or climb some impossible mountain because all the goodies was at the top of the mountain. But it always left me feeling empty and isolated. And that result that I, I, intern, I internally kept feeding my specialness, separating myself from dating and a lot of social activities, waiting for the day when others and the world would recognize how special I was. And of course, it never happened. And how could it? We are, <laughs> well, we'll get into that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about what specialness is. I will say for myself, it was extremely painful. It fed my arrogance and kept me lonely. And if any of you are relating to this right now, you're, you're about to receive some answers that will really be helpful. So what is specialness? Here are a few thoughts to start. One, Specialness is like shame. It's a state of being. And again, it's another topic people don't want to talk about, shame. But it's a state of being. Two, it leaves itself vague, so you can never pin it down or see it. And that's its intention. That's one of the reasons people don't talk about it, is it's hard to describe, pin down. And it's, it's also, it's number three, it's insidious. It doesn't want to be identified or known. And for all of those of you out there that don't know what insidious is, I actually took this out of the dictionary. It's an adjective, and it means proceeding in a gradual, subtle way, but with harmful effects. Here's an example of it in a sense. There is often an insidious bond between big money and political decisions. Its other meanings are treacherous, crafty, stealthy, subtle surreptitious, cunning, crafty, treacherous, artful, sly, underhanded, indirect, informal, sneaky. I think you get the idea. That's insidious. And this is what specialness is. It's also seductive because it keeps pulling you back into separation. It's a feeling of being better than other people or less than others to keep you separate and in your smaller local self, separated from your truer self, your higher self, soul, and spirit. It's also a desire to be special in God's eyes. Yes, others will be loved by God, you think to yourself, but I will be loved more or better than others. That is the lie that holds you there, the lie you don't want to tell others. And it's also a tightly held secret with a hidden agenda that those who live from their specialness don't want others to know. It's like a dirty, deep secret. You know, it reminds me of the character of Gollum in Lord of the Rings, when he was holding on to my precious. It was his precious and he would die for it. And that's when you get deeper into what specialness is, that's what it feels like. Now we're going deep with the topic today, but we're also going to give you the antidote on how to pull out of it. And I will recommend that you take notes, but you also listen to this recording again, and we'll be talking more more about how you can really be free of it. Now, it's not your fault that you, you had this idea of, of being special. And, and again, we want to really clarify this. I'm not talking about every single one of you in your uniqueness, your beauty, with your talents, your gifts, your beautiful aspirations, your desires to, for growth and change, and the you that's always reaching for the more of you. That is you in the more real aspect of who you are. But there's this energy that keeps trying to pull you down. And we've talked about negative ego 
but this is the field of energy and we call it specialness. Most of you were taught by your parents or authority figures. It's everywhere in the media. It's everywhere in advertising. It's, it's the talk that politicians use and um, you, you see it everywhere, basically. And I personally feel that specialness, along with its entitlement, is at the root of what is keeping all of us polarized as a nation. Both political parties feed off of their own specialness, blaming the other party for its lack of responsibility. That is a big topic, and I'm going to save it for another time, because I, I honestly think it's what is keeping us all separated and weakened because we're not recognizing it in ourselves. So I'm going to give you two processes to help you to see what you are choosing right now. When I say right now, I'm going to give you the, the, seven, step, the seven steps of specialness, and that's going to be the negative stuff we're talking about, and I'm going to give you also their antidotes so that you can find freedom from them. So what you are really wanting to do is become aware of this. That's what personal growth is, is getting more consciously aware. And you also want to be reaching, meditating on the answers, the antidotes to your specialness. So let's talk about this now more definitely here or deeply. How does being special actually separate you from your valued self and everything that you really want? Well, I since I've been working with this, I'm going to give you the seven steps that I'm, actually was given to me by my coach. I work with a coach who is a channeled entity by Steve Parrish in Los Angeles. Her name is Eleanor. And I think Eleanor has been working for years with me on my specialness, but I just recently had an, uh, a story I'll tell you about shortly where something I was trying to do blew up in my face and it was so painful. I said, okay, that's it. I, I'll do anything to be free of specialness. So let's talk a little bit about those seven steps and then I'll tell you that story. Here's how to know when you're in it and when you find yourself one, number one, creating separation and isolation usually with a feeling of a need to hide. Two, engaging false hope with its addictions and compulsions and denial of responsibility. Many of you can relate to this. Many times when you've tried to do something, you've gotten involved, you've put your heart and your, all of your effort into it to just watch it come crashing down, realizing that in some ways it was a cruel false hope. It was not something that was part of your true destiny or what you really were here to do. So specialness likes to engage false hope. Number three, embracing pessimism and cynicism. And this is a process because you can imagine when you, you create separation and you want to feel isolated or this need to hide because you, you want to, let's say, hold on to that specialness. You want to um, feed it, so to speak. What it does is it engages false hope, number two. And three, you then become, you embrace pessimism and cynicism when the false hope crashes. Number four, engendering distrust and mistrust with the threat and shame of humiliation. I learned an interesting distinction recently from Eleanor that distrust is when you don't trust, but mistrust is when you trust inappropriately. The threat is that you're always going to be shamed and humiliated, expecting it and trying to defend against it. That's number four. And those of you who know about process, the four is the most determined, this engendering distrust and mistrust. 
the four, fourth in a seven-step process is usually the most focused, the most determined. And here's the answer or a way out of it, five. Well, actually, it's not a way out of it. It's just to say that step number five in this process is criticizing and complaining about all that is. We can turn to criticizing and complaining and feeling that nothing is ever good enough, especially you. Six is engaging control and manipulation and or codependence with its struggle, martyrhood, and self-pity. When we get into this place of trying to control and manipulate our reality because we're just not creating magic, we're not doing it with ease, the idea of receiving, which is a natural natural birthright of all of us, receiving feels far away, and you will go out of your way not to receive when you're in this place of specialness. After all, how can you be separate and isolated if you're receiving? You're the one pulling away from your higher self. You're the one pulling down the shades, the shades right there, keeping yourself in the dark. And number seven in this, this, let's say, description around specialness in this process is that fear becomes a state of being. It's the lens through which you view your world. I'll tell you a brief story. I'm not going to be specific about who this is, but I will say I thought that I was moving into a partnership with with a couple of people. And this, the only reason I'm telling you this story is to show you exactly how I could see the, uh, the manipulation of, of specialness. It looked like it was a dream partnership. I had my desire to bring the, the legend, the legend of Merlin Arthur out to the world. And, and these people had a, a company where they were leading groups to England. And it, it seemed like we were a perfect match. They'll get people, we'll go to England and I'll teach the legend. And it started turning, it looked, it looked more and more bright and shiny as if they were saying, we'll step back, you're going to be the star, we'll enroll the people, we'll just get out of your way. And of course, I got so excited, and that, there's no topic I prefer to talk about except the Merlin Arthur legend is one of my favorite. And here I am, going to England, and these people are supporting me, and I was feeling so much love about it, and so excited. And I, I started spinning into this dream of what we were going to do, and what it meant, and yay, the doorway to my future is opening. And then I started to realize, well, a friend even said, do you have this in writing? We started to talk about a contract. Then it turned out they didn't want a contract. Um, they were never going to have one. And when we really talked about the arrangement, it, it was so bad. It was actually demoralizing. It was, um, how do you say it? It was, um, it, well, it, it was just was such a cheap uh, uh, offer. I would have had to pay my way to go there and enroll six people so that I could even afford to do the this I don't know, this course on chivalry that I wanted to teach. That, but the point was this. I thought this was my dream. I thought this was what, where I was going. But when I stood up in my own chivalry, my own honor, my own character, and said, no, this is not acceptable, it turned out it looked like these people actually had wanted me to do this whole course and that they would be using this course thinking they may be able to use it or own it. And I don't need to go into more details. That's plenty. But I would say all of the things we're talking about, I, it was so shocking the way it all came apart that I realized now I just fell into this place of, number one, falling into separation and isolation. I had been engaging false hope because I was sort of dazzled by the possibility it was feeding my ego. I certainly began to embrace pessimism and cynicism, embracing pessimism, 
pessimism and cynicism about my world. I certainly lost all trust of people. And then I started criticizing and complaining about all that was going on. I felt like I wanted to control and I was in struggle, martyr, self-pity. And I was definitely in a state of fear for a period of time. And it did look as if I, I couldn't believe this was happening. Like well, I thought I was moving into the new world. But then I saw this was the opportunity I needed to really look at the underbelly of my specialness, get to the root of it and heal it and transform it. So I hope that story is, is helpful here. But I want to talk now about these seven antidotes that you can use. Again, it's a lot of information. They really, I really want to create a course around this, but these are the, the basics if those of you who relate to this and want to change it in yourselves. And again, I thank my coach, Eleanor, for giving me this information. What the specialness does is it robs you of your value. So let's talk about the higher octave of value that will pull you out. The value that is innate to your being, the value that you can't do anything about except connect with. Your true value is bigger than this singular lifetime. Specialness is something you're always working on in a singular lifetime, but your beautiful, true, eternal self is seeking its higher value in every lifetime. So when you work with the following, the, the seven components of the valued self I'm about to tell you, you are then able to see the specialness easily without being seduced by it. Specialness is like a dark forest, as a metaphor. For specialness, it, it clouds you over. You get lost in it. It's dark. It seems there's no way out. But when you engage with your true value, you're lifted up high. And with the bird's eye view, you can see the specialness clearly. So what are these seven antidotes that correspond to the seven components of specialness? Value, a higher octave, a seven-step process. <clears throat> Number one is forgiving separation. This, this is the root of it. This really is the root of it. When we are in, in specialness, we think we are separate, that we are, well, let's just put it this way. It comes out of knowing that you can forgive this sense of separation Knowing your true value is forgiving your sense of being separate from God, Goddess, all that is, whatever you call divinity. Because when you really connect, you're less likely to be seduced by specialness, which feeds on the idea that you are separate and different. When you forgive your sense of being separate, it brings you back to your choice. You get that you are choosing to be separate when you choose specialness. Now, there's no question in the world today, most, most of us are always back in and out of the illusion that we are separate individuals. And certainly we all have unique properties that are, are absolutely unique to each of us. But this idea that we are all come from divinity, we are not made by the divine, we are made of the divine. And each of us is a part of it. And we're all going to be getting infinite amount of love here. But specialness wants us to get just that little bit more from God and goddess than our, our brother or sister, so to speak. So number one is forgiving that illusion of separation. Two is engaging luminous hope, the hope that lights the way. And this is engaging authentic, true hope as opposed to the false hope. The seduction is to go to the false hope and get snookered again. False hope and False hope can often feel like the easy fix, the quick route, the shortcut. And 
it's very different feeling than when this light of inner hope is guiding you truly on your path to more of who you are really becoming. Number three, embracing enthusiasm and optimism of what I expect and how I'm looking at the world. Embracing enthusiasm and optimism of what I expect and how I'm looking at the world. When you are in your true value and you engage with real enthusiasm and optimism, you can sense that the world, it it sets you in a resonance field, a trajectory of, of not only positive outcome, but it also creates, let's say, the idea that specialness, when you're in specialness is another way to put it. When you're in your specialness, that genuine enthusiasm and optimism are gone. Specialness sucks the life out of it. But in, when you're really embracing enthusiasm and optimism, doors open to your positive future. Number four is trust with dignity, character, vision, and vitality. Where trust is your first choice and not your last resort. Again, a lot of information, but you can always slow this tape down and write this out. This is real dominion where everyone wins. This is the new paradigm and where we're headed. We're moving out of an old paradigm of chauvinism where it's a win-lose reality and you better get your act together. You better get out there because you're going only a certain number of people are going to win and then they're going to be losers. Well, the new paradigm of dominion that we're moving into is about win, win, win for everybody. And you can imagine that if there is such a paradigm and there is in the more real world that is coming, if everyone wins, you don't get to be special. And that's why we want to give up specialness as well. We're moving into a paradigm where we can no longer afford to hold on to it. Number five, celebrating all that is, even when I think I don't like it. (laughs) This is a tough one. All that is, when I think I don't like it. Now, many of us have situations all the time where we're in a situation with with a person, um, just something that's going on, and we feel, I do not like this. I don't like this at all. Well, in this valued self process, the all that is, or when I think I don't like it, it, it involves so much more than ourselves. It's it's a, a way of relating to this idea that whatever is going on right now, I might believe that I don't like what's going on right now, but to really hold on to the idea that there really is love, there is a bigger reason this is happening, there's some valuable treasure in here, even if it doesn't feel like it right now. doesn't mean to step over your feelings, your anger, your rage, whatever might be there, your sadness, all of your emotions. You want to feel those emotions always. But to hold the bigger picture at some point and hopefully through it, there is a reason for this. There is love here. I am being loved. And the story I just told you, for example, I thought it was heading off into my brilliant, bright new future only to realize I was flattened by it. And I could think and didn't always think, I'll be honest, but quickly to return to there is a reason for this. There's something here for me to learn. And that's where I started to realize, okay, this is all. I created this reality to learn about my specialness, and this is a real gift so I can be free. So being willing to bring celebration into every moment you think that you don't like and make it sacred gives you a pause button to look at the bigger picture. And there's always a bigger reason this is happening right now. 
we'll finish this up because we're going to move on to channeling soon. But number six, engaging co-creation and receiving love, help, and guidance and protection from your unseen friends. I love this one. It's your willingness to come literally right here, right now, in this moment, no matter what's going on, no matter what it looks like, no matter how much of your specialness wants to to seduce you back into negativity and sink its teeth in, you have choice and you can choose to connect with the truth that you are being loved, letting love help, guidance and protection from all of your unseen friends to let them in and let them change you right now to help you. That lifts you out of the narrow view that it's all about you. And seven, beauty as a state of being through which I view and ultimately create reality. Beauty is the, act, is the active, dynamic, immortal, and unprecedented energy field that it is that you are a part of. But when you're in specialness, you deny it. Now let's talk about what beauty is. Beauty is the eternal energy field that is made up of joy and peace simultaneously, exhilaration and serenity in the same moment, awe and majesty, inspiration and enchantment all going on simultaneously. It is an eternal field of beauty that you are a part of. But when you're busy in your specialness, you won't go near it. So let me close this whole talk on specialness by giving you some ways of how to work with it. Number one, if you can relate to what we're talking about here, you can probably even think of what parent or teacher or authority figure fed your specialness. They may have even dumped it on you. So what you want to do is you want to go into meditation and you want to, like shame, give that back to them. No, this is your specialness. Imagine it like a big bundle of, you know, a burlap bag of some smelly thing. No, I will refuse specialness. I give it back to you and give it back to the perpetrator if you have one. Number two, and this is what I highly suggest, is that you write out both of these lists, the seven components of specialness and the seven expanded components of your valued self. And then you can see them right in front of you. This is what specialness does not want you to do. It doesn't want you to be conscious of it. So when you feel stuck or blue or you're not sure what is bringing you down or you just want to end this trap for yourself, you look at both of these lists and you can see how beautifully one is the antidote to another. And then you focus, you you see where you're hooked in your specialness and you look to the antidote that you need to focus on to get free and work with it. And they do, they, they match up absolutely beautifully. As, like, for example, number one is forgiving. I mean, one is really about separation, creating separation and isolation, where the antidote is forgiving that separation. You'll see they all line up. And I would say to continually work with the valued self and these components to lift yourself out of specialness is great work. And this may be sound like it's too much information, but you'll see more and more how important this is to freeing yourself up to have the life you really dream about having and how much specialness has been robbing you from getting it. And lastly, lastly, specialness will always be a choice that you can make. And as you re- But as you really experience your real value and you build that muscle in, in your neural programming, your whole inner biology, and how different you feel when you're in this place of true value, it's going to become harder and harder for you to be seduced by specialness. 
So that in the future, when you do get seduced, you're going to feel it in your body and go, ooh, ick, you know, what's that? It's similar to spending a life of eating overly processed food. And then all of a sudden you go through a period of eating healthy, alive food. And when you try to return to the processed food, you think, oh, ick, what's that? And there, there's the hope of the future where your valued self will win. We're going to take a very quick break. We've had a caller waiting. Valerie, we'll be talking with you next if you're still there. Let's go to the break. We'll be back in a moment. She opens her beauty. She opens her body. She opens her lips and her presence is divine. She opens her heart and draws you into the forest. She caresses you by the listening to Legendary Leaders with Maria Danley. To receive the answer to your most burning question, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Now, let's return to Legendary Leaders. Hello and welcome back. And, um, Valerie, are you still there from Ottawa, yes, Canada? I am. Oh, thank you. Thank you for waiting so long. This was a lot of information today. <laughs> thank you for being here. And do you have a question? We're in channeling mode here. Yes, I do. Um, but first, I just wanted to tell you how um, timely and significant your topic is for me today. And just listening uh, to the information has provided me with tremendous healing. I'm really looking forward to the course that you're going to offer because my life lesson um, in my name, Valor, Valerie, is value. And I've definitely been seduced by specialness and have been limiting myself in this last phase of my life, which will bring me to my question, has been about... Uh, separating from a very long-term relationship and changing my life so that I could step in and own my value. And I've been transitioning through a very terrifying phase without the uh, foundation of sort of knowing what's next and grabbing on to the allure of specialness as a comfortable pattern. And this gift that you gave me as I was sitting here listening and going through my files and wondering about uh, the question I have for you that surrounds money. And as I was going through my files, all of a sudden two $20 bills just showed up as I was receiving some of the healing from the message that you're giving. So the timing for me is uh, miraculous. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. And, and first of all, how articulate and eloquent you are. I'm, I'm so glad and how beautiful the way you... Uh, first of all, owning your specialness, knowing that this is about value for yourself and and that you feel the separation and how it separates you. How beautiful. 
And yes, isn't that fun? You just money can appear out of nowhere. I honestly believe yeah. when we can embrace our valued self, that's going to be more normal. That that receiving all kinds of abundance won't have to be from always trying to prove and push our specialness. So we want to be specific here. You've mentioned about the pain of separation from a long term relationship. You've mentioned money. What specific question is it that you'd like? They're yeah. all they're all related here. They are. Well, I do. <clears throat> I have a specific question that I'd like to know. So as I'm leaving. Um, uh, as, I'm ad- as I'm moving now into employment opportunities, today, this morning, actually, I discovered something that fit very well with my value. It was an ideal position, um, not in my great work, but a, a stepping stone as I'm transitioning from married life and working with a partner into my own situation. And there's an urgency to get work as I'm uh, finishing an, a, an employment contract upcoming December 21st. So there's there's urgency, and the position I discovered arrived this morning. It was with a company that I wanted. It was to a T who I who I could you know put on a resume, and then by midday when I went back to look at the position, it had gone. So um, I was just trying to understand how I would allow such a wonderful opportunity and then have it disappear. Mm. So what is the what is the gift? Yes, let me look a little bit deeper. When move. <laughs> what did you say? Is, it, is my duende saying, no, no, we want you to go? <laughs> One moment. Okay. You know, the way we do this, Valerie, is we, the higher self or the, the spirit guides, we think it's higher self. They give us either they speak directly or we get impressions. And one of the things that they're showing me is, and this is a very clear impression, is that you're separating from your husband. Um, yes, a, a big step, a valuable step, absolutely. They want to say that that, is, that has been giving you breathing room to find yourself that where it was before, and we don't have to articulate it too much here unless you want us to, is that there was a place... Um, well, a codependence is a certain level of um, you uh, giving parts of yourself away in the relationship and finding it hard to find yourself in your strength. So you, we're hearing a real bravo to you to, that you did take the courage to say, I'm going to do this. And what's going on inside of your energy field right now is a, a, a tentativeness. We want to say um, the younger parts of you, the child, perhaps adolescent, maybe even um, the young adult that is so wants to let's say, create, do, 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 and, and create some uh, big idea in the world. Very lovely that they do, but they can sometimes become a slave driver. We see as the younger parts of you, um, the more of the child part of you that is scared, like, wait a minute, I, I don't know what it's like to be alone, to be making my decisions, to be doing this on my own. And because that fear is there, you know what we're talking about? I do. Um, because they are the ones that are needing comfort. We want to give you this technique to uh, to go in your morning meditation. Just sit and ask your higher self to come in. Lean into their love, and you'll feel it. It'll just come flowing in. Yes, bring in Lazarus and other unseen friends that you like. But create this domain of love, then love. Then call in these parts that are frightened. They they don't believe. Here's the the phrase they're giving me. They don't believe that you fully have the permission to really be the authority in your life. This is not you, the adult, that fully does know what you've done. Spectacular inner work, bravo. But it's the younger parts. It's just, is it really okay? Is it, is, is it really okay that we can be separate and alone and be doing this? You know, where is the adult? 
you're the adult, but they these parts are not quite believing that you're there. So you do need more time to nurture those relationships, love them, and give them a sense of safety and security so that they can calm down. We also suggest you bring each of them separately into their own worlds <clears throat> through that special door where it might be down this internal um, tunnel into a world that where you can feed their you know, their safety, giving them what they want. You know how to do that. Now, when we look to this this work and and the joy, uh, what they're telling me is that when it came in, you got excited, and your specialness thought, "Hey, yeah, I got." Now, again, these may not be the right words, but these are the impressions we get. Hey, yeah, it's right here. Good for me. Yeah, I thought it would, and it it went to a little bit of better than for a moment, but it looked like it just sort of erased it for some reason. Um, and yeah. we're sensing that it was erased, not that it isn't still possible and it's still right there. And it wasn't, hey, Valerie, you had the thought that, you know, it's about time I deserve this, so it got erased. There was no punishment here. It was just the part of you that didn't quite think you could hold it. And we're not talking about the adult you that knows fully well. Not only you could hold it, you could do it beautifully. But we would say just these other parts um, and your specialness and negative ego just kind of made it invisible. We don't sense that it's fully gone. I mean, it, it, it made the physical aspect of the job maybe gone, but we sense there still is opportunity here. And um, we, would, we would definitely contact them and say, what happened? What, what else can we do? And, and talk to them. But here's the main, another thing that they want to say to you. Give me a moment to connect, get their words. Hold on. Yes, is to remember that here's what's beautiful. Here you are, um, excuse me, <coughs> working on your valued self, beautiful, and to continue doing that. That any work that you do in a job that doesn't look like, hey, I don't know if this is leading to my higher self, it's just a, a menial job, whatever you want to call it. It's a place for you to practice your valued self. And you may even know this, this is just a reminder that when you shift your intent, your intention that it is, I am doing this job, yes, I'm going to pay my bills, and yes, I'm going to be I'm doing what I need to do to do the right thing. But what I'm really doing when I come to this job is to bring my value, to work with my self-worth, knowing my worth is already given. This is just a place for me to express that worth. To work with that self-esteem, yes, absolutely, the parts of me where I... I, I the, the esteem that I earn myself, this will be part of it. And we believe you know that list, but to go into the self-love, these the three that are given are self-worth, self-respect, and self-love. But self-esteem and self-confidence are earned from you. And we sense that calming down those inner voices that are trying to disturb you, definitely working with negative ego, we like to circle it in white light and ask our higher selves to mature it. And to come back to the center of strength, and we want to say this because you know how to do it, to go into the subconscious mind and to change your identity. You're, you do, it looks like you're overdue for a new identity shift. You can go in and go in and feel yourself walking down a, a stairway, a, a circular stairway mm-hmm. <clears throat> that leads you into that subconscious, asking your higher self for a new image. And feel yourself going into this image room, it might say that, in the subconscious, making it up. And peel off that image of yourself, that outer skin, and and feel yourself kind of discard it, burn it. And take that big wrapped package of your higher self, pull out that new image, and put that back on. The 
new image and expanding your success cube. We know you know what that is. Those two things for you are going to set you on a path of it's okay for me to have left this relationship. There is forgiveness that needs to still happen there and some emotion that still needs to be expressed and felt. We know we're throwing a lot at you, but you can handle it. But to you can do that then as you shift your image and identity then to go and do these things as we say. When you return to this job or another one, we still think there's possibility here, um, you're going to be more in your adult, clear and strong and know why you're doing this, not just for the money, but to grow your value and to refuse to step into your specialness. We see it as a a tremendous step forward for you. Is this helpful? It is. It's it's a great gift. Thank you. Are there any other questions around this? We still have a few minutes. Um, yeah, well, you know, the sense of possibility, uh, I could, I feel it too. I can really feel the energy of just the erasing and that the possibility is there. It feels like there's a genuine substance to that. And um, I have been sensing the panic of my adolescent and my child. And the shift that I have made, which I'd like to confirm, is that I was more in a domination, dominating relationship with them than, than a loving partnership and worked recently with asking all these aspects for forgiveness and I'm now ready to be in more of a co-creative partnership. So the timing for me to provide the safety and security and the love, I think, is good. And I receive, I think I'm receiving this information and I understand it's going to help. Well, you you were you were raised in many ways uh, to be codependent in your childhood, and yeah. raised to be in some ways be weak, um, don't quite stand in your power, don't quite really know your value. It was a way you did it and gave so much of that away, Valerie, so that you could belong, so that you could, in some ways, keep the peace. We sense with your parents. We're not going to look too deeply here, but we would say that with your parents, it looks like you you knew that that was the way you were going to create peace and be able to get along in your family. It looks like there was, um, I don't know if it's mother or father, it looks like mother, energy of, you know, hey, you're, you're not better than your, your betters, or so to speak. We don't, those are the images we have here. Um, and so you, you hid a lot of that in your shadow. But here's what's beautiful. All of that real you filled with your gifts, your beauty. And my God, Valerie, you are so beautiful. Oh. You're stunningly beautiful. When we look at your energy field, there is this this light, this peace, this sweetness, this goodness. It's so strong. There's such a strength here. And all you have to do is go into meditation and now maybe make it up where you go find your shadow and you sit with them and you say, okay, it's safe now. I can receive my gifts back from you. And because they're all intact, you didn't lose them. You just were trying to get along through your life to let others feel loved, and it was a way of denying yourself. Your husband colluded. He was also a mirror of your negative ego and the domination paradigm that you grew up in to overcome, and that was part of your great work, why you chose this family and this this husband. But the good news is, okay, this is new. I'm out of that pond. <laughs> I'm standing here. I'm kind of shivering on the, the side of the pool. It is shivering. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm shivering. It's brand new. I don't like this. Where's the Where's the next place to lean and and find comfort? And oh gosh, I I really did step out this time, and you did, and your higher self is so excited for you. And here's the good news too. Since you've contacted me, I have your email. I will send you um, the information from today, all written out, so that you can see the two lists and really work, because we sense. We're saying a lot of work here where we know, but you're a worker. Um, but we sense as you you really go through the list of the valued self, 
those those seven components and you really begin to work with them you know the idea of really forgiving the separation etc and engaging luminous hope embracing enthusiasm and optimism and and really leaning into the trust with its dignity character vitality vision that trust that really is your first choice and not a last resort and as you celebrate celebrate all that is including hey that job didn't come through okay that might not be the form but there's another one and you do that in that sense with really engaging the co-creation, co-creation of love and help, guidance, protection of my unseen friends as I really step and live in beauty. And we see for you, because beauty is a part of who you really are, that as you will spend time in meditation just imbibing, letting beauty dance, play, uh, move with you as you drink in beauty and you know the components to that, we sense that's going to fill you up and you'll remember more of who you truly are and your adult will grow very rapidly. It's not going to be a long-term process. You've been building it for years. Is that helpful then? very much, Maria. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank well, you. you are so very welcome and an and absolute pleasure to talk with you and so excited that uh, we have connected. And here today, oh. absolutely, thank you for showing. And thank you for waiting so long with your cell phone. I know that was an issue. <laughs> um, I hope we didn't run up your bill too much, but my dear, thank you so much for calling in today. It's an absolute pleasure and we'll be talking soon, okay? All right. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Thank you. And thank you to all who have been listening to this show. Some of you might might say, what on earth is she even talking about? We understand. Um, but those of you who can resonate or, do, or aren't interested in this, or maybe you might want to listen to it a few times, if some part of you is drawn to it, it will make more sense on another uh, listening. Well, I want to thank all of you today. That's all the time that we have today to thank you all for listening to this show. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, um, as much as we're going to be changing whatever is going to be happening with this Legendary Leaders show, please go to the um, legendaryleaders.com, the website, and do sign up. I don't want to lose touch with you. It's part of uh, your gifting me to stay in touch with me. Just go to legendaryleaders.com and click on that box, become a legendary leader and join our list. So please do go there so that we can stay in touch. And again, mentioning one more time that if you are interested in having a private one-hour reading or even a half-hour reading, I have this uh, <laughs> current special, but no, it's a, I would say it's an offering right now. Yes, it's a special offer. Actually, it's a very valuable offer that's now through January 11th. And again, it's a, you probably won't, won't have that uh, smaller fee to pay for a reading, and you might be stunned what your your higher self I think you would be stunned to hear what your higher self and unseen friends want to say to you about whatever is going on in your life so please do contact me maria at legendaryleaders.com and again you you can sign up for $80 for a half hour reading or 150 for a full hour and if you tell your friends and they sign up as well we'll continue to keep taking 10% off that price for you so for all of you out there I know this has been a dense show, dense with information, maybe too many words. I did that on purpose. It, it really is to help all of you who are stuck in specialness and know it. The whole world is stuck in specialness. I'm also going to leave you with one other thought. Many of you are in a field of fear because of ISIS and what ISIS is doing in the world today. 
one tip of what you can do is you can go into meditation and just send love to them. Is If you need to be surrounded by your higher self to feel protected, do it. But all of us can focus love and energy, sending it to each individual in ISIS. We don't have to know their addresses, but to their higher selves. If we send love to the higher self of each of these, these young boys, young men that are, are trapped in this way of thinking, that's one way we can start to calm that down. They will use that love. They're looking for some kind of meaning and purpose. It's misdirected, absolutely. But each of you can add that to your magical work that would help our planet. So I thank all of you for listening today to Legendary Leaders Answering the Higher Calling. It is always an honor to support all of you unsung heroes on your journey to become the legendary leaders that you're destined to be. And until next week, I send you all my love and best wishes. Have a lovely week. Thank you for tuning in this week for Legendary Leaders. Maria Danley invites you to join her for another inspiring show next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave channel. Have a wonderful week.